talk about changes to both Firefly Music Festival and the booze rules at UD on this week's Hi, I'm in Delaware! Hi everyone, my name is Ryan Cormier, I'm the entertainment writer here at the News Journal, back podcasting with Sarika. Oh, hi, I'm Sarika Jagtiani, I edit 55 Hours, our weekend entertainment section, and I'm a digital producer. Do you know what time it is, Sarika? Oh, I do. It's Christmas time! (laughs) (laughs) We're back here after uh, more than a month off. A long hiatus. We figured we'd come and save you from the monotony of your lives. And your relatives. And your relatives. Thinking about your relatives. Yeah, I I just survived Thanksgiving. Right. And now it's Christmas time. Uh, I worked Thanksgiving. Mm. I survived that. (laughs) Which actually wasn't that bad. What are you doing for Christmas? Anything special? Do you go anywhere? Uh, I go see my family in Pittsburgh, a town that you have recently come to appreciate. I was there last weekend to watch the Steelers beat my New York Giants. Correct. First time in Pittsburgh. Had a great time. A lot of Giants fans there. Yes. I did a lot of eating, drinking, and yelling. It's a great place (laughs) to do all those things. It's also a really good place to have a mustache, even (laughs) like pre-hipster mustaches. So so you're going to do that drive, go through all the tunnels on 76? Sure. Nice. I know it well. What are you doing? I'll be heading up to see my mom and family in upstate New York, near Woodstock, up All in right. the mountains. Yours sounds much cooler than mine. <laughs> well, w- I guess we'll see. It all depends on the weather. Oh, yeah, of course. If there's a ton of snow, I right. think we're both screwed. Oh, probably, yeah. Because we're both going up and down mountains. Uh, yes, <laughs> definitely. So while we're away, um, a few news nuggets sprung to the top of the toilet bowl. (laughs) (laughs) Ew! (laughs) Let's talk about Firefly first. Okay. they announced something that I'm still trying to determine whether it's a big deal, little deal, or no deal at all. Okay. Go ahead. And then... So Firefly announced that they are becoming the quote-unquote first fan-curated music festival so they are putting out all sorts of questionnaires for fans where you can vote on everything from the acts to the types of food you want to the types of other entertainment you want, whether you want ping pong, whether you want karaoke. Uh, they've been quizzing people about what acts they want to see for years now. You'll get an email. Right. Um, so they have been using this information to book the festival uh, in the past. But now they say everything is 100% fan curated. So we'll see. This, this year's lineup, I assume, is locked in and is going to be announced in a few weeks. So I think a lot of this voting um, will probably affect next year. Well, that was going to be my big kind of codicils that, y- yeah, that's, I don't know why I use that word. Don't look at me that way. <laughs> <laughs> my brain is fried. I've over-holidayed myself. Um, anyway... I think it just depends on how much of it they actually use and implement. Like, if this is going to be a fan-curated show, it can't, it's not possible to make it 100% fan-curated. Well, if they, so, if they pick the top 100 acts that get 
boats, then it literally would be. Right, but not all those acts can make it. So, right. like, so yeah, you know, the number one act might be Muse, but right. the act that's actually headlining might be, right, you know, all of it's dependent on whether someone completely these else. bands are available. Right, also. exactly. That's what There's I mean. So like, there are just a lot of other it. factors. Right. So, I think it's an interesting theory. Right. I'll be curious to see how it shakes out. It'll I'm be interesting not... if it changes the festival at all. Cause yeah, absolutely. Uh, definitely the bulk of the people there are people in their 20s, and a lot of them do like EDM. Right. If they push hard in the vote for that, um, that might leave some of the other people out in the cold. But I think Firefly knows their formula. Yeah, um, absolutely. They're not going to let it become one genre or another. Um, they're still going to have their different categories that they fill up, and they're going to be taking the fan input right fill up those categories right yeah. so i mean that's the thing it's kind of like reality tv it's like yes mm-hmm. a percentage of it is reality but a large part of it is manipulated by the producers that's kind yeah. of how i see this right. like yeah. yeah the fans definitely may have an increased say but it's not possible to make right. it overwhelmingly and they've only opened up a few categories it's like artists um, a, a few other things right um, there's other voting areas that I see they'll be opening up soon. But in general, I think, you know, listening to your customers is a good idea. Oh, of course. <laughs> no, I think it's a really cool concept. I'm just cur- I'm withholding judgment until yeah. I see how it goes. Yeah, me too. Um, we'll have to see what kind of impact it has. Um, and we'll definitely know by next year. Right. Um, maybe not. Well, next year. The year after next year. (laughs) (laughs) 2018? A couple of acts that have already been announced through hints and all sorts of other things. Fantagram is coming back and Hip Hopper Busta Rhymes is going to be here, which I'm pretty excited about. I am too. Even though he's got to be older than 50 at this point. I don't Um, know. Maybe. He... Not only does he have all of his own great stuff out there, uh, When Disaster Strikes is an awesome album, <laughs> but he's on the new Tribe Called Quest album. Oh, right. Um, he's been on a few of their albums. Um, so, yeah, he's like, he's in it now. Busta's back, and he's going to be at Firefly. I'm excited. I'm really excited about that, actually. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of that. but it's funny I'm always curious about how these acts who I associate so much with videos Mm -hmm. are going to play out live like when I think of Busta Rhymes I think (laughs) of so much kind of like late 90s early 2000s videos that were so (laughs) like so unmistakably him so I'll be curious to see him live yeah no I I think that's that's going to be a a fun one to see yeah um I just threw up a story on our website with the help of you about the University of Delaware. True. So I was talking to the guy who um, kind of books events at the Bob Carpenter Center. Right. Um, He's been there for a couple of years, and they're really beginning to push having more concerts at the Bob Carpenter Center. Not necessarily student concerts, like when they had, they've had like just recent years, Chance the Rapper, Future, a bunch of really cool shows. Um, but they haven't had as many shows throughout the year that aren't totally targeted towards students. Pretty much they will um, team up with a big promoter like Live Nation or AEG. Right. 
then they get an act in there. Bob Dylan with Dawes in 2013 was the last one they had before last month when they had Chris Young, who's a country guy, play there. And it's big news, not necessarily because Chris Young was there, because a lot of people are saying, who the hell is Chris Young sure. anyway? But they sold beer to anyone 21 and o- older at the concert for the first time in anyone's memory that I could talk to at at the university. So now, if you're 21 and older and you're not at a student concert, if you're at one of these shows that they should be booking more of, you're going to be able to get a beer. Now, it's eight bucks for a tall can, and it's Miller Lite and Coors Lite, but that was just for that country show. Hopefully, they'll expand it. But as I was talking to them about that, I didn't know this at all. The football stadium... Delaware Stadium, during football games, they sold beer to anyone 21 and older for the first time probably ever. Um, They added two beer gardens there like three years ago, and only high-money donors could buy the beer there. And now they've changed that up. So the new athletic director at UD is making some big fan-friendly changes. Okay, this blew my mind for mainly because I didn't know they didn't sell beer at either (laughs) of these venues, but I also didn't go to UD. Like, I'm not a huge college football fan. Um, And I've never seen a show there, because usually it's, like, more student shows, and, you know, I just haven't. So I didn't know they didn't sell booze. But to me, this is just a no-brainer. Yeah. I mean, obviously you're not selling to kids. You can't no, no, you can't bring not. beer into the student section at the football games. They've they've trained everyone. But uh this is especially surprising cuz I got to UD in 95. Oh, right. And that was either that year or the I think it was the year after they got like a $700,000 grant from the Robert Wood Johnson Foundation to combat binge drinking. And that just set into motion a ton of new rules trying to crack down on pretty much reckless drinking. Right. So there was a three strikes you're out rule that was added. Tailgating wasn't allowed at the football games after the game started. They really started pulling the strings. Like even what places on Main Street could sell alcohol, what specials they could have, all of that came, came out of this move. Yeah. That was 20 years ago. They still have these programs going on, but that's why it's so surprising that they're loosening alcohol rules because they haven't done that in at least 20 years. Well, I mean, how much of that do you think, and I think you touched on this in the story, is that, you know, attendance for football games is really plummeted. Yeah. Yeah, they, I think in 2004, they had a record of like 22,000 people, and I think this year they had an average of maybe 16,000. Um, yeah, people are not going to games. They have two losing seasons in a row. Right. Uh, but they just hired a brand new football coach. Yes, and they did. They hired the new athletic director in June. She also uh, waived um, some seat taxes that were added to. Um, oh right. To people's bills. So people are saving money. They're going to be able to drink beer there now. And it looks like a much more fan-friendly face of the athletic department of the University of Delaware, which at times the fans felt like they were being talked down to, not treated with respect uh, by the folks 
there at UD. So maybe I will become a college football yeah, fan. <laughs> it looks like a, a new day um, at Delaware Stadium. There was some kind of light beer they sold, but they also sold um, Dogfish Head and Sixteen Mile, hmm. all for the same cost. So oh wow, I think people were pounding Dogfish Head. Uh, I'm sure they were. <laughs> I bet they were. Those games. But the good news, um, they had no problems all football season with this, uh, with what they say is a one-year trial, and they haven't had any problems at that country show um, that had beer also. So hopefully everyone behaves themselves and adults like us can have a beer when we go to a football game or a concert at UD. That would be very exciting. Speaking of beer, you helped me out with a story a couple weeks ago about Dogfish Head. I'm always happy to help. (laughs) When it involves <laughs> drinking at work. So, like, last week, uh, Dogfish Head uh, unveiled their first ever line of canned beer. Yeah. They have a, um, what's it called? Like, you can make growlers. Oh, they have crowlers at the brewery where right. they can make you a giant, like, 30-ounce can of beer. So weird. Okay. And you can leave with it. <laughs> Um, so other than that, this is the first time normal cans. Right. Can, it's right now. It's only sixty minute IPA in twelve packs. Flesh and Blood is coming out later this year, and they're going to add more to it. Um, but they said they waited this long because the technology wasn't right for what they wanted. Sure. And they finally found one that they're happy with. So I sent out an email <laughs> because there's always a debate: canned beer, bottled beer, sure. which is better, or can you tell the difference? So I put out an email, and look who decided to help out. Uh, I actually think you requested. (laughs) You were like, I think Sarika would like to do this. And I was like, you are correct. I would like to do that. Yeah, so you're part of our kind of in-house news journal beer club where you guys swap six-packs amongst yourselves. So uh, Scott Goss, our business reporter, and Dave White, our IT guy, all sat down. I poured the beer in cups. You didn't know which was which. And did not. You didn't know which was which at the end because I did not. <laughs> I got <laughs> you got it wrong. <laughs> Scott Goss was the only one who got it right. Um, but it pretty much proved the point that yeah. um, the uh, taste is pretty much the same. Uh, Sam Calgioni told me, "Hey, it's one pipe and it goes out two different ways. One the bottle, one the cans." Right. And um, yeah, I couldn't tell the difference. I mean. First of all, I did not have a prejudice. I am not anti-can or anti-bottle. I love all beer. Mm -hmm. Um, So I didn't really have a prejudice either way, but there was definitely, if you really, you know, took a long sniff of it and, you know, took a few sips, like there was a little bit of a difference in terms of um, carbonation or like um, just, yeah, fizziness and head and like just the aroma, but... One wasn't was better, better than, than the other. Right. Sorry. <laughs> Why are you trying to kill me? <laughs> I don't know. Something just happened. Uh, and so they were a little bit different, but both delicious. And uh, can was just as good as bottle and vice versa. That was the important That's thing what I was <laughs> trying to do. <laughs> <laughs> of course it was. Of course it was. Um. Yeah, so cans. um, Yes, uh, highly recommend. Easier to travel with. Twin Lakes, you know, 
didn't do bottles at all. They were all right. cans. Miss Pillion River does cans too. Oh, that's right. They have some pretty cool cans. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I saw, uh, by the way, they are um, um, on Saturday, 12 to 5, they're having a uh, Miss Pillion Goes Rogue party where it's a Star Wars themed party. And uh, they have three Star Wars beers they've made. And they have four limited edition collector glasses that they have. And um, they're going to be having a big party from 12 to 5. And <laughs> on one of the glasses, <laughs> there's a beer that they have that has a platypus yeah. on it. Um, so or it's, is it Space Otter? Um, I think it's Space Otter. Okay. Anyway, it's... <laughs> Whatever. It's, it's, it's... No, it's... Okay. But the uh, platypus is dressed as a mini Darth Vader. Nice. <laughs> with its duck bill coming out. So, um, they did one of these for Harry Potter. Yes. For the Beast movie a f- few weeks ago. 700 people showed up and it was a total zoo. And they ran out of glasses and people were all upset. So they redid the way they're doing it. They don't expect that many people. They expect maybe, you know, three, 400 people this time. But the glasses will be out front. They have more beer stations. So right. just so you know, if you were there and were angry in Milford a few weeks ago, uh, it should be better this time around. Um, I was actually devastated because I was at a wedding that weekend. Mm. And I couldn't go to the Harry Potter beer release. So I was actually kind of happy when people were like, oh, my God, it was so crowded. I couldn't get glasses. I was like, fine, serves you right for being able to go when I couldn't. So um, let's start talking about some TV and movies. Um, Yes, let's. In the TV world, I must say I've been totally sucked into Westworld. Yes. And the finale was absolutely terrific. It was great. They had a lot of loose ends to tie up. Some of of the twists and turns you might have saw coming, some you didn't. Um, But on a whole... This show is really good. Like, it could easily uh, surprise at the Emmy Awards. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it did. Um, Golden Globe nominations and SAG Award nominations came both came out this week. Mm-hmm. And it, def- it did score some nominations. I can't remember off the top of my head. I know that Evan Rachel Wood and um, Tandy Newton were both nominated, which is very exciting because I think they both do great job on that show it's Dolores and um, Maeve mm-hmm. respectively right. and I think the show was nominated too so yeah, yeah I that season finale <laughs> kind of blew my mind yeah well, we won't spoil it but you know throughout parts of the season it's a little slow you don't really know what's going on a lot of the time you have to stick with it um, But that finale really packed in, like any slow, dull moments from the middle uh, were not found in the finale. It was just like boom, boom, boom. Absolutely. (laughs) And it's funny because um, we were having a conversation in the newsroom about it. And I think it was a week or two before the finale. And someone revealed the big, one of the big spoilers, probably the biggest spoiler in the season finale and I just stood there looking at him with like my mouth (laughs) hanging open like wait what (laughs) and then I thought am I just dumb am I the only one who didn't see that but then I told like two or three other people and they gave me the exact same look like wait yeah 
What? What are you talking about? Yeah, no, you have to read. Now up I'm gonna on have to see the shows. whole yeah. season again. Oh yeah, no. After seeing the finale, yeah, that was the number one thing I said to myself. I have to rewatch the whole thing yeah. top to bottom. I'll wait till right before right. season two. But um, yeah, there's definitely a lot of pieces to the puzzle that when you go back and look yeah. now, you'll you'll see. Yeah. Yeah, watching the finale, I just didn't know how far they were gonna pull out. Like, I'm like, is Doctor Ford a, a, a <laughs> guest? A like, right. is there another whole place that's right. running him in this little place? Like, yep. it just opened your mind up um, in a bunch of different ways that yeah. you probably didn't see coming. Right, and yeah. I actually I like how the maze ended. I the spoiler that I already knew did not ruin anything in the season finale. Yeah for me at all um i thought it was great i liked how they said they went into it knowing that they were going to tell one story like the finale was going to be the finale of this story like it's not going to be open-ended like so many other shows are and you know because they don't know where they're going uh they made a a decision to have this have an ending right um which was great for (laughs) that season um i don't know about the second season (laughs) Like, I don't know what it's going to be. I've, I've read some stories here and there, um, but uh, thumbs up. Definitely thumbs up. I didn't see it coming. Is there a world you would like to see instead of the Wild West? Yeah, the Wild West is played yeah, out. Yeah, I'm not into time. Wild West yeah, the, at all. The Wild West. Um, That's actually the one thing that could have deterred me from the show. Absolutely. It's not my thing. No. Um, and... The combination of robots and Western, like normally that doesn't go well. (laughs) Like how, what are these movies that, (laughs) like I've seen Cowboys versus Aliens and then what was the horrible one with Will Smith? Wild Wild West. (laughs) Yeah, Wild Wild West. With him and Kevin Klein? It never works well. Yeah. It never works well. Back to the Future 3, don't (laughs) recommend it. Uh, Yeah, so I would say anywhere but the West. Okay. Is it definitely going to be an amu- the same kind of thing, a park or? I thought, I don't know. Yeah. I don't want to talk about it because I'm probably wrong. <laughs> I don't want to talk about <laughs> it. It's embargoed. <laughs> I don't want to lose my Westworld privileges. Yes, exactly. Um, yeah, and, and now HBO, their Sundays are empty. Um, right. I, I think we don't have anything I don't know what to do with myself. After Christmas. But these three shows that they had on Sundays, Westworld, was number one for me. Insecure was number two. Really funny show. Uh, even though it was only like six episodes, I think, it was the first really season. short. And Divorce is number three, but I still <laughs> thought it was really funny. It was very <laughs> depressing, but it was also really funny. And so, I'm not a Sarah Jessica Parker uh, right. devotee. I haven't gotten around to watching Divorce, but I believe it's written, at least in part, or created by um, Sharon Horgan, who's half of the team that does Catastrophe, the series I love on Amazon Prime that's like a British series. So I'm definitely going to check it out. Um, Insecure might have been my favorite of those three. (laughs) It was fantastic. I loved it. Um, Issa Rae, I think, was also nominated. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no doubt. So good. She's the creator. Um, (laughs) I was busy binging Search Party. I watched all of Search Party. On TBS. Yes. Really satisfying, yeah, I thought. Yeah, it was fun. Um, What's your name, the the star of it? Alia Shawkat. From Arrested From Arrested Development. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. maybe. <laughs> uh, has really, I love her career. I think she's done some really interesting kind of quirky roles. Um, and she's really good in it. It's kind of like 
Girls meets Nancy Drew. Yeah, meets it, Stranger Things. Meets Stranger Things. Yeah, yeah. and it's um, it's weird because it's this kind of hip show has a lot of cool people in it. TBS dumped the whole thing online like the day after Thanksgiving or something. Right. And now they're showing two episodes once a week until normally when they double up like this or they're just trying dump to get rid shows, of something. They're trying to get rid of it. Um, but it was really good, so I'm not sure what's yeah. going on with that. It has show. great buzz. I think it's already been um, approved for a season two. Yeah. And, um, yeah, the cast is great. I, TBS. Yeah, TBS. <laughs> telling you. It's so funny. Killing it. These channels, which you, like, probably deleted from your, from your, bo- so it doesn't even come up on right. your television now has shows. That's like, like, now okay, I have to go back and find it? Okay, Home and Garden Network, you're allowed back <laughs> right. on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I thought, yeah, I thought it was really fun and interesting and really funny. Um, but I don't know if all the, like, cable networks are doing this now but i watched it on on demand and you could watch the explicit version or the non-explicit oh, version wow. i was like oh is that how they're getting around stuff now like i did see an, an, an uncensored version or yeah something like that yeah which i mean it wasn't like right. crazy or filthy but right. it was you know some swearing some bad words some bad words so um let's talk about movies a, a little bit I would love to. Since it is the holiday season, Rogue One comes out tonight. I will not be there dressed up as a stormtrooper, but I will go see it. No, because you're going to be dressed up as Chewbacca. (laughs) We've had this conversation, Ryan. I did like The Force Awakens. As someone who kind of grew up with Star Wars but never really got into it, The Force Awakens was really cool. That was just fun. I'm excited to see Rogue One, even though I'm not really sure what it is. (laughs) (laughs) Right, sure. Um, have Have you seen any films recently? Are you seeing any uh, coming up? Any I'm on the docket. Beyond excited right now because this is the most wonderful time of the year. Not only are we getting awards nominations, but all the cool movies that you can't usually see here for more than like two days at a time. Mm-hmm are playing and I'm losing my mind. <laughs> like I kind of want to go to the movies tonight, but not to see Rogue One, but to see any one of the other movies that are showing. So what's out so, there now that's like, that's gonna be in award contention? Okay, first of all, I would just like to say that I saw Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, and it was very fun. I highly recommend it. If you need something mindless and light and just I have a, entertaining. Uh, I have a mirror for that. <laughs> uh, mindless entertaining. Oh. That's me. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. I was in my own movie world. I was <laughs> not putting two and two together. Okay. So Loving is out in theaters this weekend. Lo- like all of these are out locally this weekend. Um, Loving is about the first interracial married couple that challenged the rule that um, interracial couples couldn't get married. Right. I think both of its stars were nominated this week. Um, Edge of Seventeen with Haley Steinfeld. Is that her last name? What's the deal with Haley Steinfeld? (laughs) (laughs) What's the name of that film? Edge of Seventeen. I haven't haven't heard about that one. It's a comedy. It's getting really great reviews. She's getting great reviews. Um, That is out. Arrival with uh, What's-Her-Face, the redhead. Amy Adams is out, but that's been out. Um, Miss Sloan with 
Jessica Chastain, where she plays a lobbyist for, I think, gun control, mm. is out, getting great reviews. Nocturnal Animals, Tom oh, Ford's yeah. movie. Very excited about that. And some other ones that I can't remember. Moonlight, which is just getting raves and has seriously like a 98% on Rotten Tomatoes or something outrageous, was playing, I th- I'm not sure if it's playing anymore, but I'm sure it'll be brought back because it's going to be nominated for like a gajillion awards. So when does La La Land come out that everyone's talking about? I'm desperate to see it and it is not out locally this weekend. Hmm. So it is out in, in select cities, yes. but not everywhere. Okay. Yes. I so think it opened last weekend in select cities, but not here. And that's the director that did, uh, writer, director who did Whiplash. Yes. And this is a musical yes. starring Ryan Gosling. And Emma Stone. And Emma Stone. Is this your worst nightmare? <laughs> I mean, I really liked Whiplash. Right. I thought it was really well done, so I'll definitely go see this because, you know, thumbs up on, on this guy's vision. Um, but musicals are hard for me to get through I mean is there any dialogue or is it all sing song stuff throughout the whole (laughs) (laughs) it's like I want to go to the kitchen and make an English muffin (coughs) I want to hear that musical or see that musical (laughs) or is it just songs and then Um, like normal dialogue in between no I think there's normal dialogue in between I believe Um, I've watched the trailer a couple times but I can't remember right now because I was too focused on the you know singing and dancing mm-hmm. um, basically it's about a struggling musician a struggling actress in LA um, who have a romance and I am so excited I just I don't even know what to do with myself <laughs> um, what jumped out at you at the uh, Golden Globe uh, nominations Actually, La La Land is the one that got a ton, um, but Moonlight got a lot. Um, I'm trying to think TV-wise what jumped out at me, and I am kind of drawing a blank. Uh, Like I mentioned, I think Issa Rae from Insecure got a nomination. Um, Those women from Westworld got a nomination. Other than that, it was a lot of kind of standard practice people with comedy and... um, I don't think anything else really struck me as crazy. Um, let's see here. Oh, Stranger Things was nominated. Oh yeah, Stranger Things, right? Yes. Right. Yeah, that was that was the uh, new one that really jumped out at me. I was looking at drama uh, television series. Right. <clears throat> Westworld's nominated. This is Us, Stranger Things, Game of Thrones, and The Crown. Have you watched oh, right. any of The Crown? Yes. <clears throat> okay. I am. I think I have one more episode left. Is this of the Amazon Crown. or something? It's Netflix. It's oh, their okay. priciest to produce series yet. Okay. It costs a ton of money. It looks amazing. It's very slow, um, which doesn't bother me. It's kind of calming, like the British Baking Show. Okay. It's about um, Queen Elizabeth, the current Queen Elizabeth. Second. Yes, the second. Um, leading up to when she... Killed Princess Diana. Correct. <laughs> Actually, no. Pre-Princess Di. By the way, uh, this is now a InfoWars conspiracy <laughs> theory podcast. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, that would fit into my kind of true crime uh, fascination. Anywho, so yes, it's Queen Elizabeth II um, when her father was still king, kind of at the very end of his reign. 
and her taking the crown. Um, and a lot of it is her personal life and also how she deals with um, Winston Churchill, who's played by John Lithgow. And he was nominated and he's kind of amazing. And he just won the Critics' Choice Award um, last weekend for that role. Yeah. So, I mean, watch it for that, if nothing else. The last if you're a role fan. I saw him in was Dexter. And Hello, that was awesome. Dexter Morgan. <laughs> yes, I mean, exactly. So, I, I mean, he's totally like... totally forgot about Third Rock from the Sun. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. I mean, he's chewing scenery all over the place. It's a little, a lot over the top, but it's definitely entertaining. And the woman who plays Queen Elizabeth, Claire Foy is her name, is really, really outstanding. So, if you have any interest in that, I would say watch it it's kind of easy to get sucked in just because it's so freaking pretty yeah and the uh, nominations for best comedy is are atlanta blackish mozart in the jungle which i still I haven't watched i have no <laughs> clue how that is still a thing transparent and veep right yeah, yeah it's kind of same old same old by the way atlanta coming off of atlanta um childish gambino also yes. has a new album which isn't really hip-hop it's more like funk soul Sure. Um, he's really into himself. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's not a surprise. I mean, I love Atlanta, but, I mean, it's it's a little much. I'm reading a lot of great reviews about that album, but it's very much like Bruno Mars, where each song is like an homage to a different sound. And it's <laughs> like, oh, yeah, you're tapping your toes and you're nodding your head, right. but then you realize, oh, this isn't the song I like. It's just a mixture of... Other Three things different I like. songs that I like. Right. To make one thing that I don't like quite as much. No thanks. No thanks. I'm okay Donald without Glover. that. Um, so. What? Christmas and Hanukkah, both mm. coming up. Yes. On the same day. Same, yes. Next weekend. Are you finished with your shopping? I have not done anything. I was going to say, do you buy gifts? (laughs) Or are you just like, I'm here, that's your gift? Uh, Cyber Monday is usually a fun day for me. Um, But this year, I didn't do that. So this weekend, I will be hitting the stores and doing Christmas shopping. Like brick and mortar stores? Um, Yeah. But like small, like artsy, like Belfont Arts up in Belfont. That's cool stuff. Yeah, I won't be in a mall, if that's, okay. if that's the question. I didn't know if there was going to be, like, the opposite of Sasquatch, like you and Christiana Mall sighting. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, but I did uh, I did write a quick little story this week of, or last week about um, pop culture gifts yes. for the holiday season. And one thing that I didn't know that they had out there... Um, but the onion sells a Diamond <laughs> Joe T-shirt, a Joe Biden T-shirt, um, which the T-shirt itself isn't that special, but it's pretty it, funny it, though. It's pretty, it's pretty great. I mean, if you wear it here in Delaware, people yeah. will stop you. Yes, it's pretty <laughs> ridiculous. That may have been my favorite thing on that list. Is he riding a bull or like what's he doing? I thought he was it? riding a horse or like a <laughs> unicorn. I don't know. I just was so. Yeah. It's 24 bucks uh, on the Onions website if you want to check it out. <laughs> um, all right. Well, let's start wrapping up um, the podcast. Uh, we're probably going to be moving to a lighter schedule. <laughs> you probably figured that <laughs> out. Guessed, right? uh, probably like once a month or if there's big news like a Firefly right. lineup announcement or if we just feel like it. But things are a little bit busy in here. Um, but this segment's called What's Up With... 
Sharika, what's up with Trump's America? (laughs) 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 Some people talk about conspiracy theories. It's probably like, oh my God, Donald Trump won, and now the podcast isn't happening. (laughs) They connected those dots. (laughs) That's exactly what happened. Um, I'm enjoying... Like, I love watching Saturday Night Live, so I right. like now that before I even go to bed after watching it, I get an instant review from our president-elect. <laughs> right. <laughs> the weekend I was in Pittsburgh, I watched the whole game. Before I went to bed, I was on Twitter, and boom. Yeah. How do you feel about that? He didn't like it. He did. He no likey. Alec Baldwin's not funny in the show. It's just, it's bad, right. and it's sad. Right. Bad and sad. And probably insensitive. <laughs> Well, the problem is is that they're biased, he says. Well, of course they are. And that he isn't getting equal time. Right. It's The election's over, It's not sir. a debate. <laughs> <laughs> it's a comedy program. Have you heard of satire? So, uh, yeah. So, I mean, this president is going to be more in the pop culture entertainment world than anyone. And everyone said that about Barack Obama. I mean, yeah. Donald Trump is going to be all over... All he cares about is entertainment and shows. His inauguration is going to be crazy. Yeah, I don't even have words. They might drop like Wonka Trump dollars <laughs> out of a plane on top of people. I'm I'm not kidding. Like it it's gonna it's gonna be one that that you want to see. I will be curious <laughs> to see what the inauguration is like. Like I definitely do want details about what that's what. Like I'm kind of hoping he sits gonna in a throne with a lion next to him. I mean, I'm not ruling it out. Oh, boy. Uh, Um, Well, mine is somewhat related. Ryan, uh, what's up with Kanye and Trump? Oh, my Lord. Well, we knew that was coming. Okay. (laughs) But first, Kanye disappears. Well, first, before he disappears... Two nights before he disappears is when he makes his 30-minute speech about how he <laughs> voted for Donald Trump. Right. Or how he supports Donald Trump. Right. Then he's immediately hospitalized <laughs> for exhaustion, which we have a lot of friends and family who go in and out of hospitals for sure. various ailments. Have you ever met anyone who's been in the hospital for exhaustion? I mean, I, I'm j- no. No, no. That's the number one telltale sign that they're lying when an artist goes into of a course. hospital. Of <laughs> course. Exhaustion. <laughs> Exhaustion. Right. Yes. Not also being totally batshit crazy. Right. And it catching up with you. Yes. Th- I mean, that was my assumption. But and then. That ahead. is the medical term, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. It is. My favorite thing about this meeting is the picture of them <laughs> at Trump Tower. <laughs> That's the only reason why they had it, probably. Yeah. I just, uh, literally, I feel like when the world can't get any crazier, it <laughs> outcrazies itself. Oh, where? Although, I don't know why I didn't see this. Ha- like, this was a given that this was going to happen. All right. This is what I've been telling people. It's like are, two megalomaniacs. They were freaking out about, especially the Donald Trump thing. Start from a base of <laughs> our country is no longer. <laughs> And then build up when good things happen. That way you don't feel like it's getting worse. It's getting better. <laughs> Does that work? No. And with that. So Kanye <laughs> tweeted after his meeting. He tweeted an autographed copy of the Time Person of the Year. <laughs> I'm showing it to you. You are right a now. great friend. <laughs> Signed Donald Trump. 
I mean, part of me does want Kanye and Trump to be the next, like, uh, Barack and Biden. Oh, sure. Not because they're black and white, but because the just pairing of them is amazing. That's right, yeah. So, I mean, I do kind of want that to happen. Like, if I see Kanye making uh, friendship bracelets for Trump, it's going to make my year. Maybe in 2020, Mike Pence doesn't get the call and Kanye is uh, VP. Maybe he was asking Trump for advice. Well, the rumors were is that Trump asked him to play the inauguration and Kanye said no. And then he, like, well, he offered was too tired. him an amba- ambassadorship of some <laughs> kind. Uh, okay. He could really be the ambassador to the Kardashians. They are almost like their own country Another now. world. Like, their GDP is probably more than some countries. Absolutely. It definitely is. <laughs> it's probably coming, coming close to the GDP of this country. <laughs> all right. Well, let's wrap this up. Uh, we'll see you all after the holidays. Um, we're going to close with a song called Fourth Street by Scantron. They're back in town this weekend. Um, this song is from their debut EP from 2013. That's back when uh, James Everhart and Will Donnelly of Scantron lived here in Delaware. Since then, they were picked up by Philadelphia's own Low Cut Connie, uh, which is a band that President Obama is a fan of. Um, and they've been touring pretty much for the last two or three years. So they have a quick break from touring. They're back in town this weekend. Oddity Bar in Wilmington, Saturday night, 9 o'clock. Wilmington Rockers Gozer will open. And it's five bucks a pop to go see that show. So have a good holiday. Ho, 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 and all that jazz. Yes. And uh, we'll see you next month. And here is Scantron. Happy New Year.
Mama, now the song. 